Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Hey folks, I'm Steve Azar. Welcome to a Mississippi Minute. Don't forget all the cool, cool things you can do right here in Mississippi. Just go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. I want to thank Fletcher Powell for setting today's chat up. I really appreciate it. He's an avid listener. It sounds like I'm hoping he's the one. He's the one avid listener. And, uh, and in his words, and I'm going to do this for you, Fletch, today's guest is an amazing person first with more stories about his business and everyone he's worked with from Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, Boots Randolph, Dolly Parton, Chet Atkins, and many more. He's also one of the wittiest guys you'll ever talk to, and Lord knows the show needs that. And I know you all know that. A legendary artist who's made playing the trumpet his career in life and no doubt would come to define him from small town Arkansas and like Mississippi. Mississippi. Mississippi, it's just a musical hotbed for paving the way in our industry and redefining boundaries. He's been a very important part of it all for sure. Give the man a trumpet, he's going to blow you away with his brilliance. So let's get to it in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio as always and welcome in one of music's truly prolific musicians who paved the way for so many. Just incredible career in Don Sheffield. What's up, Don? Well, I appreciate you bringing me on the show with you. And uh, as I, I mentioned to you earlier, I'm 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 puzzled as why you did because I saw the <laughs> list of the player people you got on here, and I I couldn't tie their shoes. But I thank you so much. And I don't mean to offend anybody, but I'd like to start off with a little prayer if I can. And it I'll, goes like this: Let's Go, Oh Lord, when I'm wrong, make me willing to change. But when I'm right, please make me easy to get along with. <laughs> I love that. I love. Well, you're going to be easy to get along. Well, that along covers with a lot me. of bases. That covers a lot of bases in one short sentence, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Well, I'm getting ready to rumble with you, and I'm excited about this. And first of all, when I send out the list from now on, I'm going to have your name at the top. How you like that? Oh boy. Oh there boy. You go. <laughs> well, you mentioned my being from Arkansas. It was a little town named Louisville. It was a county seat. And um, I lived there 18 years, and I used to see the license plates on the back of cars there in this little town. And it said, Arkansas, land of opportunity. And I thought, the first opportunity I get, I'm going to get out of here, which I did. <laughs> I graduated from high school. But the little town was kind of interesting in that the the population was 1,237, and it never changed in 35 years. 
And I finally figured out the reason why, because every time a baby was born, somebody left town. I had the buddy left town three or four times. And, uh, was there a quota? I, there may have been a quota. <laughs> it may have been. And also I realized that the town, the, the county voted dry, but I, I could tell it drank wet. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was that. a small town. It was a great place to to grow to live live in at that, that time. Yeah. And you could do. I could play. I could play. I played football, basketball, ran track, and then played trumpet, and also. But uh, my senior year, we were leading the state in scoring in football, and I was a running back. And one Friday night after the ball game, my daddy came out on the field. And he looked at me. And he said, "Son, don't run so long in the same place." So every time I get on a stationary bike, I think about that. But the thing I remember the most was the cheerleaders had a special cheer that they they did just for me. And you'll have to envision the choreography over the phone here and it went like this n-o-t-h-i-n-g that's what you're going to get from me and i was never in the plans but it was a great little town and so i went to went from there to houston texas and where i ended up um, actually uh playing with the houston symphony leopold stokowski and i was associate first trumpet with him next to a guy that started the world-class brass quintet canadian brass and he was just a wonderful experience but it was a great time there and i still have a lot of friends there and uh, uh, my wife's sister lives in the the woodlands there and um, uh, their parents were just wonderful dear sweet people but that's another story for another time no Uh, that's okay hey don i gotta ask we're talking to don sheffield i want to ask you something so what how did it transpire your journey from arkansas to the symphony i mean how they find out about you well, I went. I went to to University of Houston undergraduate school, and was majoring in music. And actually, I had a scholarship to North Texas, which was a really, really nationally known oh music uh, music school for sure music school there. And John Haney, the great trumpet teacher there, had, had given me a scholarship when I was a sophomore in high school. Wow. And I was ten days from going going there, and then I went down that summer to to visit with my aunt and uncle who lived in Houston. And we they took me out to a concert, and the guy that won the Outstanding Bandsman's Award there came up and got his trophy and then was presented and everything. And he saw me in the audience, and that just started from there. And so for ten ten days later, I was enrolled at the University of Houston, and it was really the best choice for me. And, Don, uh, let me ask you something. So did did it just come that easy to you? I mean, because we both know one thing. If you're playing football, basketball, running track, you know, you're growing up. You sounds like you're a regular guy, like doing regular stuff like we all did in small towns. You had to play every right. sport, whether you liked it or not. You had to be on the court, on the field, on the on the track. I had, to, I had to participate. Yeah. Where did you find the time to get as good as you needed to be at that point? Well, I guess I was driven, so to speak. Uh, you know, you cannot you cannot do what you can. You know, you you, you when you found the romance in what you're what you're doing, you, you're you're blessed, you're fortunate, and you you just you cannot not do it, really. You know, so I just managed my time fairly well, I guess. But uh, one thing I did need to tell you about in that little town, Arkansas, the third grade were the hardest three year three years of my life, but I finally graduated. Made to come lucky. <laughs> And by the way, you know that you know the difference between intelligence and stupidity. Uh, well, there's yeah, a yeah, limit you and to me. intelligence. <laughs> no, there's an inte- there's a limit to intelligence. 
But now I'm going to brag a little bit. I tell people I went to Vanderbilt University, high academic uh, standards here. Of course. But I didn't, I didn't graduate from there. I was only there for two terms, President Truman's and President Eisenhower's, like 12 years. Ike was in office for 12, two terms. <laughs> You know what? That's a that sounds Sorry like a smart that. sounds like somebody is smart. Look, once you get out of college, you know what it is. It's all work. Although you, what you and I have done for yeah. a living, we have worked hard. Except yeah. when, but but it's been a lot of fun. I mean, getting the opportunity to play and meet the folks and play with your heroes and play with your your mentors and play with uh, the next generation. So when it, you know and and your peers all the way from from today's musicians now for us and the ones that were ahead of us and the ones that were were fighting alongside of us to try to make a living doing it when we were all sort of in the same boat. You know, as a songwriter for me, you know, and as an artist, I'm telling you right now, it's been a heck of a ride. So for you, I mean, pretty cool, right? Exactly. I'll tell you what, I have a, I have a dear friend, he's a Jewish psychiatrist, and back in the 70s when there really was a music business here in Nashville, as you know, he was treating a lot of songwriters, and he said something that really resonated with me and still stuck with me. He said, songwriters have a different way of using the language, and I swear if I can, sometimes when I hear some guy talking, I can tell he's a songwriter yeah. just by the way he yeah. boy, he talks. It's, it's amazing. And I've always been a big fan of songwriters. Um, Stuart Harris, who wrote oh. some big hits for a while. And I then, love, you know, I've, I've written with Stuart. I've written a few, I wrote with him a few times before he got sick. I loved him. He was the sweetest yeah. man. Sweet man. Yeah, he was. He was. And what a talent he was. Sure. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah. Yeah, and Jamie O'Hara was a good friend of mine too. Yeah. He wrote he wrote a big hit for the judge. Grandpa, tell me about the good yeah, old days. Pretty good one, right? <laughs> and Jamie, Jamie, God love him. He passed away this yeah. past January yeah. with uh, age seventy seven with yeah. uh, uh, brain cancer. Yeah, we've lost some good and, ones. Uh, wonderful guy, wonderful writer, and uh, sure, what a great writer. It's just a yeah. Anyway, uh, it's been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride, and I had a I had a, I was in the right place at the right time. And um, in the seventies, I had an endorsement deal with a trumpet manufacturing manufacturing company that that manufactured professional model trumpets for symphony players and studio players for movies and radio radio and records and jingles and commercials and everything. And one time they sent me to Russellville, Arkansas, and I knew the high school and the band college band director there and one of the things they wanted me to do and I, i'd go in and i would um, you know i'd do a master class and promote the horn promote the horn and then be the guest soloist on their concert well one thing they wanted me to do was do an interview with a radio jockey there a radio personality that was really just gone bonkers over the music you know how the music business was just exploding in nashville so I, I told him, I said, you know, the, I say this with gratitude, not braggadocio. I've been very, very fortunate in the right place at the right time, and some very important decision makers took a liking to me. But I said one thing I, I realized when all that was going on, that, that it was prestigious to put carpet in your bathroom. And my wife and I liked the carpet so well in our bathroom, we had it run all the way into the house. And the guy and the radio guy fell in the, they fell out of his chair on the floor, and I thought, hell, it's Arkansas. I can get away with this, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you're going to get away with? We're going to get away with going to break because that was a whole okay. lot of fun. You are in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio with the great Don Sheffield. It's just getting started. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out what you're going to do this weekend. I'm Steve Azar. Don't go nowhere. 
What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of J.C. Penney. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. sip a little water and i'm sipping on a great conversation in the keith mississippi beautiful studio with one incredible musician trumpet machine and don sheffield he is in nashville i think that's a 615 area code i got rid of mine when i moved to mississippi i had to be all in when i moved back home uh go to visit mississippi.org you can be all in as well great great stuff right here uh that that is what we Don and I are talking about. So Don, let's jump into your trumpet player, and there, it's a niche, right? And especially in Nashville, how'd you end up in Nashville? And talk to me about uh, playing with Elvis. You know, give me some good stuff. I want some juice, Dolly, Chet. 
I mean, come on, Boots, Jerry Lee. Are you kidding? This is just a, you know, just a, what you've been you've been on stage and sharing the stage with some of the greatest of all time. Well, I, I um, the reason I ended up in Houston was I had I had aspirations of going to New York and studying with a great trumpet teacher. Uh, uh, he was also he was principal first trumpet with the New York Philharmonic, and he taught at Juilliard. And um, but the the auditions for uh, scholarship coincided with my graduation and my uh, graduation uh, exams and so forth. So at that time, I couldn't afford New York, the cost of living in New York, and also the cost of Ju- of Juilliard. So I ended up at um, I ended up. A former trumpet teacher of mine, my first trumpet teacher in college, suggested I go to Nashville and um, go to Peabody, which now is a part of Vanderbilt. But Peabody had a school of music there, and so I I went there and to get my master's degree, and uh, I, I started playing around around town. People started knowing me and so forth, and um, I. You know, after the first year there, I, well, I was playing with the Nashville Symphony. But after the first year, I ended up playing. I was uh, got was awarded the first trumpet principal chair, trumpet chair, and uh, so it opened a lot of doors. And, and and I was doing more and more studio things, more commercial things, which I was really enjoying. And uh, I remember one of the things Owen Bradley, who started the music business Absolutely. here, and he yeah. he uh, you know he was. He was Patsy Klein's producer and Loretta Lenz and Brenda Lee and Katie Lang. And um, by the way, you know how many girl singers it takes to sing Patsy, <laughs> Patsy Klein's great hit, Crazy? <laughs> well, apparently all of them. But anyway, Owen was very good to me. And, and, and I don't tell this to many people, but I'll share it with you. He would tell me, he'd say, Don, you don't belong here. You play too dang good. And I said, well, Owen, <laughs> this is kind of where I want to be. So I had been there maybe a year or two, and he, they, I got a call to come in, and, and, and I was the only horn player on the session. It was for a trumpet solo with Brenda Lee. It was a hit song for her called Losing You. It was a beautiful ballad. Yeah. And I had a trumpet solo on the beginning of it and then the bridge in the middle of it. And actually, 25 years later, we, we recorded it again out at Bradley's Barn in studio. And he was a great guy. And, um, and then I... Chet Atkins kind of took me under his wing. Uh, Guitar was actually my first instrument when I was a little kid, so we just had a little commonality there. But he was very good to me, and I ended up being... I've traveled with this show for 11 years. It was Chet Atkins, who later on was known worldwide as Mystic Guitar, and Boots Randolph was an mm. incredible saxophone mm. player, world-class. Yeah. Floyd Kramer, who had a big hit on Last Date, et cetera, et cetera. And, and Floyd was the most copied piano player on records for about 20 years around the country. L.S. Long Sajin was in New York, Chicago, wherever. Yeah, yeah. And I was there, and about the, the last five or six years, I was music director and conductor for them. And so... In addition to them, I conducted for and was a music director for Jerry Reed, who started in Smoking the Bandit, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Glenn Campbell was with us a lot of shows. He's bound uh, down. Brenda Lee was on the show, and Rosemary Clooney, um, uh, who was who was in the White Christmas movie with Bing Crosby for about a year and a half. Great lady. So it was a great ride. I, in fact, I, I conducted some major symphony pop orchestras with Chet as soloists and Floyd and Boots, all of them. So it was a it was a great ride. And I look back on it and I realize now I really didn't I, I wasn't cognizant enough of what how fortunate I was, and I should have been more grateful. But I am today. So 
Well, I think attitude of gratitude is mighty important. So, yeah, it's really, and you have to have a you have to have a, a healthy amount of confidence in order to take sure, a risk sure. sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ignorance, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be totally. I tell you what, oblivious. One, one, one time, one time I was in. We were we were in, in Cincinnati when Cincinnati had a great pops orchestra there, and then their conductor is now the conductor of the Boston Pops. But I, we were rehearsing, and I had our rhythm section, and you know, and in, in, in the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra playing behind Floyd, and I was rehearsing them for the show that night, and I could tell their attitude was they thought we were all like rednecks with white socks on. So at one <laughs> appropriate place, I stopped the orchestra and said to the concertmaster, just loud enough for the entire orchestra to hear, I said, I want to thank y'all so much because this is the finest orchestra I've ever followed, and it it, it broke the ice. So from there on, we were on the same page, and it was great. It was a hey, great experience. You but, got uh, you got me thinking about your wit, and and you and I have been around a lot of funny people that came from small towns, and we talk. I always talk about this on my show. Great songwriters coming from these small rural areas where they you know had a stick to play with. Very good athletes. A lot of them really good athletes, like yourself. Uh, and I think that that helped us compete and to be able to handle losing. I always say that on my show. I'm a broken record for sure, but I mean that. You got to be able to handle this r- incredible roller coaster ride of getting the stew yeah. beat out of you and then having your highs and ex- accepting them, but then living sort of in the middle in your mind so you can just get work done. But do you credit? Yeah. I mean, what do you think it is about wit and small towns? Very small towns, because you and I have seen it, especially in our business, uh, from yeah. songwriters to artists to musicians. Well, I've just always thought laughter is like doing push-ups on the inside. It's healthy for us. Sure. And uh, just to give you an example, there's a coffee shop near us here where we live. And I was over there the other day, and I was telling a story to this, this uh, gal over there. And I swear she laughs the hard tears roll right down her leg. <laughs> And uh, anyway, I'm sorry about that. I don't mean to desecrate your... That's a long tear. That's a long tear. But I had the privilege and opportunity of working with some great, great entertainers like Bob Hope. One-on-one conversations with him, and he was a consummate gentleman. And his wife, Dolores, was a very good singer. A lot of people don't know that Bob was a good, was a really a good boxer, and uh, he was a great tap dancer. But he lived to be a hundred years old, and he at one time he I think he was the biggest landowner in real estate in the state of California. Wow. But he lived to be a hundred years old. And the story I don't know if this was concocted or not, but on his deathbed they said, "Bob, where would you like to be buried?" And he says, "Surprise me." And Red Skelton was another one was a wonderful guy to work with. And oh, a lot of people don't know this game, but this but this is about Red. But when he retired from show business, out of the goodness of his heart, he liked to go to the nursing homes, these big nursing homes there in, in Hollywood and Bel Air. And so this big nursing home had asked him to come out to speak to a group, and he was, you know, complying to do it. And so they're walking down a hall, and he happens to look off to his right, and there's this huge mammoth-sized room, and there's one little old man sitting in a chair out in the middle of the room all by himself. And Red says to the to the guy, says, excuse me a minute, fellas. And he walks all the way to the, the middle of the room and bends down to the little old fellow, and he says, do you know who I am? And he said, the little old man looked up and said, no, but if you go to the front desk, they probably can tell you. <laughs> That's so good. That's, you know, but I played. His conductor was a good friend of mine, and we used to we used to reciprocate as far as hiring players for, for different shows we were conducting and 
playing and so forth. Wow. He was also the, uh, the music contractor for the Ohio State Fair, where I did some shows with Doc Severinsen, his road band, and yeah. Snooky Young, the lead trumpet player off the Count Basie band. So it was just a lot of great experiences. And I, I am so grateful for it. You know, it's just, uh, I think a uh, attitude of gratitude is mighty important, but I also think uh, sometimes a, a gratitude is the shortest function we have. We can hang on to yeah. resentment or frustration with somebody. Oh, forever. My problem right. with resenting somebody or something, that it, it, it's never worked for me because it was kind of like for me taking poison and waiting for somebody else to die. That's about how much sense it made. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. You know. I agree. Well, we're going to take another break, but give me one second. I do want to okay. say this. I was fortunate enough to get invited uh, a handful of years to play in the Bob Hope. So I really enjoyed my time out there and been playing yeah. golf out there on that on on that stage it was a lot of fun. And uh second of all, uh some of the guys you're mentioning, I mean I spent so much time growing up with my dad watching and so uh, pretty incredible. You are in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I know you dig that being from Arkansas and 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 also and also uh my my, my mother-in-law and father-in-law live in Arkansas. My mom-in-law had a lot to do with cleaning up that state. I mean, she was serious. She started in Faulkner County, and she didn't stop. And uh, so, you know, I, I dig that. Uh, go to go to visit. Like Miss- to meet her. <laughs> oh, you'd love her. You'd love her. Go to visit Mississippi.org, folks, to find out what you can do this weekend. You get to play DJ, Don Sheffield. You get to play that DJ. Would you like to hear Elvis Presley or B.B. King into the break? Uh, either one's fine. No, 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 no. That didn't work on my show. you got to make a decision. Uh, how about one from Elvis? My, 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 uh, do you have In the Ghetto? We have In the Ghetto. You got it. That's what we're going to play. On, I played on that. I played on that. Don Sheffield. I want to hear the horn, uh, Will, my producer, thy producer. Make Don Sheffield appear. We'll be right back. Well, the world turns. And a hungry little boy with a running nose plays in the street as a cold wind blows in the ghetto. And his hunger burns So he starts to roam the streets at night And he learns how to steal And he learns how to fight in the ghetto Then one night in desperation The young man breaks away from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 87. Tonight, 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your Saturday, a 90% chance of rain, high near 84. And for your Sunday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 83. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. No Drip Roofing in Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing in Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at People Lease are ready. Call People Lease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, peoplelease.com. 
There are five easy reasons to leave it up to us at AgUp and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months. Plus more coverage with our 10-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 93021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There are three special elections coming up November 2nd. Senate District 32 in Kemper, Lauderdale, Noxabee, and Winston Counties was vacated by Samson Jackson, who retired. Senate District 38 in Pike, Adams, Amit, Walthall, and Wilkinson Counties was held by Tammy Witherspoon, who resigned after being elected mayor of Magnolia. And House District 29 in Sunflower and Bolivar Counties was held by Abe Hudson, Jr., who resigned in August. If needed, a runoff election will be held November 23rd. Secretary of State Michael Watson says the Supreme Court may have struck down the ballot initiative process, but there are still groups out there gathering signatures. Uh, the process itself is still in law. Now, granted, that last step of getting on the ballot, once we count those signatures, is what's broken. There are ongoing efforts in support of term limits, early voting, and the legalization of marijuana, among other issues. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. As a farmer, I I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Gardening is 
one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you're As I'm stumbling and rolling down a Mississippi highway, you guys know me by now. You hang in with me, I know. Pull the car over quick. I'm with Don Sheffield, incredible trumpet player. He's played with everybody, uh, just everybody. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out what you're going to do this weekend. There's so many incredible things. Go check out a museum because it is a plethora of them here, I'm telling you. All right, Don Sheffield is my guest today via my man Fletcher Powell. Thank you again, Fletch. All right, so let's talk about Elvis, your first time playing with Elvis. I've heard a lot of stories from David Briggs, from Norbert Putnam, uh, friends of mine over the years. Your first experience with Elvis and what was the whole experience of like traveling with him, recording with him? I mean, come on. He is the king of rock and roll. Well, I did I did a number of recordings with Elvis before I was ever in his presence. And um, in 1972, I did a two-week tour with him. And uh, we did 18 concerts in 14 days. And um, there was a really good group, uh, Sweet Inspirations, three black ladies singers in an all-black band and they were the opening act and uh, one of the singers and i would have breakfast in the mornings we had 300 people on that tour and uh, they they did a video it was in the theaters and now it's a video now and i still get royalties on it thank goodness but uh, one of the girl singers was was we just kind of we kind of clicked as far as being, you know, it was a good friendship, yeah. and nothing more than that. But we'd have breakfast together, and we had three private planes we were flying on. And um, I found out years later, Whitney Houston was her daughter, <laughs> and Cicely wow. was her mother. And what a great lady she was! And great she had, singer. She had a recording career. Great, really singer, great singer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, in fact, I think Whitney Houston's uh, performance of the Super Bowl uh, "Star Spangled Banner" is 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 the penultimate performance. That there was a good and bad yeah. part to that. First of all, it was the most amazing yeah. thing we've all ever seen. But since then, there have been so many people trying to copy it. <laughs> and how long can uh-huh. they sing it? You know, so so yeah. you're right, right? It sort of set a precedent yeah. for yeah, who, who the could, bar too high for the rest of them. Did. Boy, she's amazing. <laughs> God, she's so good. Yes, yes. So good. Yes, she so was. Good. She was yeah. wonderful. I also did some, I'll remember later on, I also did some shows in uh, Tunica, Mississippi. Of course you did. With uh, Ray Stevens and uh, Nat King Cole's daughter. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I just went blank on her first name. But no, no. some of the guys knew that I had played shows with uh, with a, with Chet and Boos and Floyd out in um, Vegas and Lake Tahoe and Reno and Atlantic City and the Playboy Clubs. And they said, well, what was your impression of uh, Tunica? 
I said, "Well, if you can envision Walmart with gambling, you've got the uh, you've got the picture." <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> it was a step down, but it was fun. It was really fun playing with them. And uh, Matt King Gold's daughter was a she died too early, but she was a wonderful singer too, and a great, great, great lady. Great she, was. she was. She was. So anyway, but Elvis was. I mean, it was a very exciting time. And actually, his doctor was uh, was on the tour with us. Fortunately, because I had actually, I had, was going to a ten o'clock session one Tuesday night, and it was raining, and my car went off the road, and I hit a tree and totaled the car. And four days later, after being in emergency, I'm, I'm on a two-week tour with Elvis, and, the, and uh, his doctor took the stitches out of the back of my head and everything. But great guy, good guy, and we became good friends. But Elvis was just, uh, he was just amazing. I mean, you, you talk about the excitement in the crowds, and like when we would get off we finished the show and they always said and then elvis just left the building and we'd get back to the hotel and somehow people would find out where we were staying and it was really a struggle just to get through the lobby to get to the elevator that was they had you know we had to have special insignias on our uniform things we were wearing then in order to get up to the floor that was all shut off for us for mm-hmm. security so but uh, he was something else and uh, Sad, so sad when he passed away so soon, but uh, know. You know, nobody gets out of this thing alive, do we? No, you know, I had, I can't remember who it was that told me. It's driving me crazy. Uh, they had the, before, right when Elvis passed, he was supposed to be singing one of their songs, and they'd want to, Elvis cut their whole lives, and they finally got it, and he never got to sing it. He passed away right before. He was supposed to be in the studio, mm. and I'm, I'm going blank. But I, but you made me think hard, and I'm pretty sure Nat King Cole's daughter was Natalie. Am I right? Natalie, yes, it yeah. was. Yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's driving me crazy too. It just, you know, sometimes when we get up in our years, like me and you are, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes it's hard to remember. Oh yeah, the obvious. <laughs> Nat, yeah, and what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what show is this. Is the question? Yeah, <laughs> Why yeah. would they let you and me on any show together? Is the question? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you mentioned you mentioned track earlier about the playing football and basketball in small schools. We did a lot of we did a lot of. Uh, big charity golf tournaments right and one one of them we were was up in ohio called the bogey buster and there was a family up there named the lauder family and they owned the tool and die maker were the die makers for gm motors at that time which was the promotion car dealership but they brought in all these great coaches and athletes like paul horning who was a hall of fame player for the packers and after the show he came up and shook my hand because i was conducting the orchestra but uh the, the one time one of one of the nights the, they had the, some of the coaches get up and the, the University of Texas basketball coach Abe Lemon got up to the podium. He said, "Heck, there ain't nothing about coaching track. You just tell them to stay left and get back here as quick as you can." <laughs> good old common sense. That's good. I had a I had a good friend from Jonesboro, Jonesboro, Arkansas, and he used to say uh, the, the problem with common sense is it ain't very common. But he at one time had was president of a hotel chain, a roadway, and was which was very successful. And later on, uh, he, he ended up up here. And he, we became great friends, and he he owned over 100 restaurants. I was a pallbearer for him about 21 years ago. But he used to tell the story about two old Arkansas brothers in in Jones. 
Greensboro. They had gone to the lumber yard, and one of them gone and gone, one of them had gone inside to the, where the clerk was, and says, "Me and my brother need some two by sevens." And the clerk says, "You mean two by fours?" He said, "Whatever." And the clerk says, "Well, how long?" He says, "I don't know. Let me go check with my brother." And he came back inside, and he says, "My brother says we're gonna need them a long time. We're gonna build a house." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know it, remi- it reminds me of sort of Green Acres sense of humor. You know what I'm saying right now? Well, listening to you. <laughs> you know, one of the guys I played football with sometime after we graduated from high school, he called me one time. He later became very successful in the banking business. And by the way, if you know a good banker where I could get a, a GKW note, are you familiar with those? No, I'm not. What is that? GKW <laughs> means God knows when. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to give me, my bank my... Uh, one of my big sponsors, Guarantee Bank, a plug. They're very uh, dear friends of mine, and they've been very, very good to me and gracious over the years. So thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you. That's great. I love them. Well, special this, old, this old boy I played football with, he, he called me one time. He said, Don, said, you know that TV show 60 Minutes? And I said, yeah, Lewis, what about it? He says, takes me an hour and a half to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Arkansas. <laughs> hey, listen, I wrote the song in a Mississippi Minute or co-wrote it, and that's the name of this show. So, you know, in wow. my mind, in my mind, the reason that that was written in the first place was because our version of a New York Minute is what you're talking about. It's just, you know, we like to kind of take our sweet time and just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. And, and we'll get there. We'll be there in a little bit. Just hang on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Is this conversation... We're sideways, and I think that's awesome. I like it. I like it. I like it. So get back to Elvis again. So tell me, you meet him for the first time. What was it like? Your first... You've got to have that first impressive memory. You know, you wait to meet Elvis. What happened? Well, the first thing was when uh, we did the first... The first... first we, we opened in Detroit, the big venue, and uh, we had rehearsed that afternoon for kind of a sound check, and... The rhythm section was something else, and uh, Ronnie Tut from Memphis, great, great drummer, was Elvis's drummer, and he's he's actually living here now. Uh, and uh, Joe Garcio was a conductor, and he and I became friends. And later on, after he, he he moved here, we we used to see each other. But when Elvis came out, I was just—I mean, it was awesome. The, the excitement you could feel feel in the in the building, you know. Place every con- every concert was sold out, and amazing. They the, in one of the shows in Evansville, the audience was coming up on the sh- on the stage, and I was grateful that security and Elvis were t- between between the audience and me coming up the stage because I was in the trumpet section of the back of the orchestra. But it, it got a little scary, and, uh, you know, but they got it under control. But uh, it was just, he, he was just such an exciting performer. And uh, his manager was unusual. His manager, uh, the colonel, Colonel uh, Parker, Tom yeah. Parker, yeah. he kind of looked like a, just a clerk in a grocery store or something. <laughs> yeah. And just got a very, very unpretentious yeah. and uh, very easy to talk with and visit with. And he's the only uh, manager I ever knew that got fifty percent of yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 that's the truth. The, right? the manager we the manager we had was Lebanese, and he was from, he was Le, uh, from uh, uh, his name was Xavier Cose, and he at one time had managed Sonia Henney, the great Olympic uh, gold and gold medal ice skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waiter that was so so famous, and this naive young white 
gal, a white gal that was a reporter, asked him, said, Mr. Cose, what's the difference between a manager and an agent? He said, 15%. <laughs> 15 versus 10. I think I told you flattery works on two kinds of people, men, <laughs> men and women. Yeah, yeah. Where do I sit in that match? I know I'm sitting in my chair right now. You are in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio with the great Don Sheffield. Just go to visitmississippi.org to find out what you're going to do this weekend. I'm Steve Azar. Don't go nowhere. When you're down and out. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Thinking about selling your home? Save your equity and list for less Mississippi. Don't pay 5 to 6% commission selling your home. Call Susan Dora with List for Less Mississippi. Susan is a full-service real estate brokerage company offering the sellers a cost savings. Susan gets homes sold and sold fast for top dollar. Give her a call today at 601-201-8783 or visit her online at buyhomeswithsusan.com. That's buyhomeswithsusan.com. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-275-4021. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-275-4021 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-275-4021 to see if you qualify. That's 800-275-4021. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. In a little while you're leaving, starting on the journey home. Soon I'll be alone, the one who loves you, la 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 la. Somewhere in the heart of Rome. Great conversation in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio with one incredible musician and Don Sheffield. So let's get to Dolly because we're running out of time. And I've obviously got to meet Dolly and, and play up in those neck yes. of the woods. And she's yeah, a sweetheart. I did, I did the, yeah, I got to play on the uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas with Burt Reynolds and yeah. Sally Field. She oh, did. Wow. And I did a lot of shows with her. And I remember this was maybe about the second album I was doing with her when, when she was still with Porter Wagner. Chet Atkins, who was head of RCA Records, which was the penultimate record label at that time. I guess she had figured me out, but I'm going to try to sanitize this the best I can. She came over and she said, Don, if BS and was, was a hobby, you'd be a collector's item. <laughs> and I almost forgot what I was going to say after I had to change the first word. <laughs> I know, I know. That's right. You did good. That's good. PG-13 here. I love it. So what? Tell me what you're doing now. I have retired. I have retired. the The, the recording business is is nothing like it used to be. Well, that's what it's I'm just, saying. But and I'm not being critical or cynical. It's just I'm so grateful for I was in the right place at the right time. Uh, I have a dear I have a dear friend who lives in a nice area in Nashville, and he has a songwriter friend which I can't think of his name now, but he wrote a bunch of hits for Garth Brooks, who I recorded with. Like, Star Spangled Banner on one of the Super Bowls, for example. And the guy was telling my friend, he said, uh, Mike, he said, um, I checked on a song I had written some time ago, and it had done, I found out it had done 12 million streamings in Europe. He said, guess what I made on that, Mike? And Mike says, well, I don't know. What did you make? He said, $320. So it's upside down. About about eight or nine, ten years ago, a good friend of mine, a songwriter, said that the the so-called stars and record artists when they go out these days they're not saying they're going out to do a show or a concert they say they're going to go out to do merchandise because if you come to their show and buy their t-shirt for 25 or 30 dollars they hand you their cd so it's yeah, just upside yeah, down and you know what though the crazy thing is now you and i both grew up playing live and we did all that and we and that that got us you know we we 
there was a road that you needed to travel. They called it paying your dues or whatever you call it. The bottom line You're is right. we, yeah. were, we were getting better at our craft on stages of all types, all types, all places yes. for all people. And and now it's it's just a different deal. So, But I think what ends up being left out at the end of the day is that ability to entertain. And the only way you're going to learn to be an entertainer, a real entertainer with a real crowd, is to do it a lot. And then you yes. get really good at it. And then obviously there needs to be some magic that the good Lord, you know, bestowed upon you. And when you've got all that, but it's time put in, you know, and I just think that that is one of the things that when, when the artists that do come around, that do break in whatever they do, and they have been playing live all that time, they do stick out. And people go, it's like Chris it, Stapleton. He stuck out because he's a guy yes. that's been playing live forever. That's it. Yeah. So his time. I, I just do. You know, you said something that, that reminded me. Uh, this was in one of Tony, Tony Dungy, uh, in, a Hall of Fame yeah. NFL football, coach, football right. player and, and, and a head coach for Super Bowl winner. He has several books. One good, good book called The Quiet Strength. And one of before the chapters, he says, Talent is God-given. Be thankful. Praise uh-huh. is man-given. Be humble. Conceit is self-given. Be careful. That's right. He's a good man. He's a good yeah, man. He is. Yeah. yeah. You know the the conceit and that arrogance is just uh, it's, it, it 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 always backfires on you. And you, right. have to pay, you have to suffer the consequences. Right. I guess my favorite definition of ego is it's the sum total of all the false ideas we have about <laughs> ourselves. I have a dear friend who owns a big nursery, been in his family uh, three three generations and he'll say don i may not be very much but i'm all i ever think about <laughs> and his sweet wife renee says she figured him out she said david too much of anything's about the right amount for you isn't it <laughs> so, yeah, love, and that's what makes that marriage roll <laughs> i love that oh, ex- uh, absolutely well well happiness is being married to your best friend and that's what i have here with my bride oh, diane sheffield it. she's She'll be 59 years this coming September. Wow. I was very close to, real quick story, I was very close to her, her dad. They lived in the Houston area, and I would call him once or twice a week. And I said, Ray, I mentioned to your daughter, Diane, the other day, I said, honey, God forbid something happened. We lost the house, the cars, the bank accounts, the savings, investments. I said, Diane, would you still love me? She said, of course I would, but I'd miss you. <laughs> he liked that. <laughs> that's, a, that's 59 years of marriage. We're about to be 32. So we're well, closing on it. So it's been a great, a great ride, and I've been blessed for sure. And uh, what was there her dad? Think, what was her dad thinking when I asked for her hand? What was he doing? I just I always ask. Uh, him I that. don't know, but but uh, <laughs> I married up, and I have a feeling you did too. And I, I thought that was the point. We well, that's the plan. You know, I and I'm convinced that uh, it's a lot easier to walk walk together when you, and you, a lot easier to hold hands when you're walking in the same direction, isn't it? No, oh, man, you're not lying. Well, that's how we're going to. And leave. I think. That's, Good. And I think happiness is being married to your best friend, too. Oh, know? there's there's absolutely no doubt in that, and that's what we got. Well, I tell you what we got. Yeah. We got no time left in a Mississippi minute. If, we, if Maybe if it was Arkansas, we could stretch it out a little bit, but you're in Nashville, so it doesn't count anymore. You're, you've been vetoed. So here's the deal. We're going to move on. I've been with the great Don Sheffield in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out where you're going to do this weekend. It's in your backyard. So many wonderful, culturally cool hip historical things to do and a lot has a lot to do with my guest today even though he's from arkansas he gets it don i can't thank you enough pal it's been so good to get to know you fletch you're the man for setting this up thank you pal thank you steve i'm steve azar in a mississippi minute all 60 of them 
where you can take your sweet time. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.